You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. God has laid it on my heart to speak about seek Him first. Everybody says seek Him first. Or say it like you mean it. Seek Him first. Now again, I'll, I'll be sharing a lot of my parents' stories because I don't want to make up my own. Apostle Allen will tell us those days when he travels like he's traveled now. And Bibi, look at how big she is. She's now a mom of two. Eh? <laughs> she will attest to this. When dad came back, and by the way, I salute the whole family. Thank you for allowing us to share your dad for the privilege. Let's give it up to the stars and the black household. They don't mind at all us calling dad, dad. Sometimes they say, my dad. Pastor Josh likes to say that. My dad, my mom. Well, of course I understand, but she is our mom and she, he is our dad too. And they don't mind sharing. Anyway, so that I don't belabor the point, dad will go away like he's done. And when he comes back as a good dad, he will bring some goodies for them. But at the infant age, all they will do is, as soon as they hear the bell ring, dad is here, all they do is run, daddy, 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 daddy. But you know where they go for? They don't go for that. They go for the handbag because there's something in there. They miss the point. And so dad has to coach and disciple them and say, listen, children, when I travel and come back, please come to me first. Everybody says, seek him first. Again, as parents, every parent wants to leave inheritance for your children. But if all the children is doing is planning what they will get once you are out, guess what? Every good parent will take them out of the way. I must know you love me for me, not what I will leave for you. If you don't have a relationship with me, you have nothing. So seek him first. Tell your neighbor his neighbor. Seek him first. Let's go into the scripture. Matthew chapter 6 and the verse 33. The word of God says, Matthew 6, 33 in the TPT. So above all, constantly seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. Then all these less important things will be given to you how much? Abundantly. So, the Lord did like he did with Pastor Denny, did that with me to say, go look out for the word seek. So I did some homework to find out what is the meaning of the word seek. The word seek is strong number 2212, double two, one two, the Greek word zeteo. First meaning, it says to seek in order to find. For example, seeking a place to stay, and I've been there. Seeking a page in a book. Those of you who are students, the teacher will say, refer to page number, wara, 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 wara. And then you search and search and search and search until you find the page. So that is another way of searching. Then looking for fruit on a tree. Jesus did that. <laughs> so you seek to find. And then some, seeking when something is lost. I'm sure most of us here in this house have been there where we played that game, hide and seek. How many of you can re re remember hide and seek? 
What was the purpose of hide and seek? It was to build a bond. But the whole idea was to be in a place where the other can't see you, obviously. But you know what amazing thing is? Some of us were not good at hiding. Because you go and hide under the bed, and guess what? You forget your feet and your shoes. <laughs> so the person looking for you come in, and there you are. Hide and seek. So we seek for something to find. If you read the book of Luke chapter 15, there were three things. Number one, lost son, lost queen, and a lost sheep. They were lost, and the owners sought for them and found them. And there's always joy when we find what is missing. Tell your neighbor this. Neighbor, in 2024, there will be abundance of joy because you will find what you're looking for in Jesus' name. When we find what we were looking for, then expansion takes place because you used to have, let's say the, the sheep, example, were 100. One was missing. When he found the one that was lost, they became 100. So there is increased expansion. So when you find what you're looking for, you are going to increase. Another meaning to the word seek is this. Seek in order to find out. In other words, to inquire. That's what David did. When they wanted to stone him and he strengthened himself in the Lord, he inquired of the Lord. How often do we just get up and do whatever we feel like doing because that's just how we do it. We go to him and inquire. Everybody say, inquire. Now, Google is good, good but Google is not God. Chat GPT is good, but it's not God. So when we are seeking for him, we mustn't look for him from Google. We spend time and seek him in prayer, in fasting and the word. Amen? Then he says, the third, third way we seek is to seek after, aim at, seek for, and strive after. In other words, promoting the glory of God. I want to dwell on that. Promoting the glory. Why am I doing what I'm doing? We learned this year, according to the vision, it's all for him. It's all about him. So everything I'm doing, I'm doing it to seek his glory, not my glory. The home cell must grow. Why? Because he wants his house full. The church must grow. Why? Because that's what he wants. And when all the things I'm doing, my business must do well. Why? Because he wants me to prosper. All this, the motivation behind it is so that his glory will be revealed. This is what Galatians 1.24, Apostle Paul said. He said, and they glorify God because of me. In 2024, may people glorify him because of you. In Jesus' name. So this kind of seeking is exploring. You're looking to find out. You're looking to protect his glory. Do what pleases him. The Father is willing to reveal himself to us and fellowship with us. Let's look at three examples. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, the truth is established. When we say seeking, what, what do we mean? And what is he saying? Where is he located? He's already ready and he wants us to come to him. So Matthew, not, not Matthew, James chapter 4 verse 8. In the New Living Translation, the scripture says this. James 4 8. I'm sure City Park, Claremont, our family online, you're still connected. 
I don't want to dwell on Helderbeck only. You are also part. It says in James 4, 8, in the New Living Translation, this is what the word says. Come close to me, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your heart, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. So you can see, God is a jealous God. He doesn't want our loyalty divided. So say this to your neighbor. Neighbor, can you see what God is saying? He's ready for you. He's giving you an invitation. Free access to come into a living relationship with him. And he's saying, don't let your loyalty be divided between him and the world. That's what it means to say, seek him more than ever before. Job chapter 5, the verse 8 and 9. This time in the message version of the Bible. Job chapter 5, the verse 8 to 9. Listen to what the word says. It says, if I were in your shoes, I would go straight to where? To the Shebin. And go boost. Because these things I'm dealing with is too much. Is that what the word of God says? If I were in your shoes, I would go and tell everybody how hard life is. Is that what the word of God says? If I were in your shoes, what would I do? I would go straight to who? To God. I would throw myself on the mercy of God. Why? After all, he is famous for great and unexpected us. There is no end to his surprises. So some of us have tested and proven he is real, he is true, he's reliable, he's dependable, he's trustworthy. It doesn't matter what you trust in God for and how long he's take. I came to tell you, he can be trusted. If I were in your shoes, I would go nowhere else. I will not seek to consult from San Gomez or witch doctors. I will go straight to him. After all, he's famous. For great and unexpected acts, there's no end to his surprises. And these surprises are a good one. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, verse 30 in the New King James. Another invitation. Come to me, God speaking, Jesus speaking. All you who labor and are heavy laden, and what will happen? I will make your burden even heavier. Is that what the word of God says? He says, and I will do what? I will give you rest. Everybody say, there's rest in my heavenly Father. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Why? For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Listen to this, family. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So if you are heavily laden, struggling, this Christianity thing is too much. It's boring. It's tiring. I wish I could do something else. Hey, family, I came to tell you, life is harder without Christ. Mm. Maybe you are young. You had it easy. Your parents are born again. So you've known God all along. There's nothing to go out there to test out for. Some people have tested and tested. It didn't work. And I'm helping you tonight to say, don't try it. There's nothing to try. His burden is light and his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Yeah, but it's heavy. No, you are lying because according to Jesus, the burden of God is light and his yoke is easy. 
So don't go carry any other burden. Don't go take on any other yoke. Because the devil is not good. He's wicked. He's bad. God is good. Tell your neighbor this. God is good. Full stop. No explanation. Matthew 7 verse 7 to 8. TPT says, Ask and the gift is yours. Seek and you will discover. That is explore right there. Knock and the door will what? Be open for you. Verse 8. For every persistent Not every casual. Mm. Not the one that, you know, when things are good, the CEOs, they only come to church Easter and Christmas. He says, for every persistent seeker, what will happen to them? Will discover what he or she longs for. If you are persistent in your seeking, if you are diligent, the word of God promises that you will what? Find what you long for. You discover what you long for. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. I want to agree with Pastor Gary here right there to say in 2024, find somebody you can prophesy over right now and tell them this. 2024, this year, watch God open doors for you that will be so significant, so spectacular. People will begin, begin to glorify your God. In Jesus' name. Oh, if you believe that, give Jesus praise. You don't have to open it. You don't have to buy your way into it. You don't have to bribe. Just watch your God show up and show off. He will open the door for you to just walk through. And he will be glorified for that. I want to give you three people that God led me to who didn't give any excuses but sought him. And as a result, they found him. So, we know that excuses will be the, one, the things that hinder us. And Jesus said in Luke chapter 14, 22 to 24 in the TPT, we must eliminate excuses. He says, when the servant returned to his master, he says, Sir, I have done what you asked me, but there's still more, there's still room for more. 23. So the master told him, all right, go out again. Tell your neighbor this. Even if you've done it before, do it again. He said, go out again. So those of us who last year never evangelized. Uh, you never told anyone the whole year about Jesus. 2024, the door is wide open. We have so many radical people in District E. We do what we call drive-through um, outreach. Come and see, not crazy, I don't want to use the word crazy. Come and see radical young ladies and guys who don't care what people think. It doesn't look cool because you are not cool. You are boiling hot. So don't try to be cool. The Bible says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall was cold. Who told you you are cold? Who told you you are cool? You are not cool. I am not cool. I'm boiling hot. And, you know, I call Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Philip a uh, hot plate, even though he's Philip and he's very particular. He said, Pastor said, my name is Pastor Philip. And the Philip is not just P-H. I double L, it's one L. He's, he's very particular. But I call him hot plate. Why? Because one man of God was saying this. He says, 
You know that the devil is called the Lord of Flies. And if a plate is cold, the flies will sit on it. But if the plate is hot, no fly will sit on a hot plate. Mm. So in 2024, tell your neighbor this, my plate is hot. It's boiling hot. No fly can sit on it. In Jesus' name. So don't try to be cool. You are not cool. You are hot. So the master told him, all right, go again. And this time bring them all back with you. Persuade, persuade the beggars on the street, the outcast. God doesn't discriminate. Eh? He died for all. And enjoy, he says, the outcast, even the homeless, insist that they come in and enjoy the feast so that my house may be what? Full. Verse 24, this is where we need to take note. I say to you all, no one who receives an invitation to feast with me and make excuses will ever enjoy my banquet. Do you think Jesus is serious? Yes. I mean, nowadays when somebody invites you, they give you a day to, re to do RSVP. So you have every right to, re um, how do you call it? Decline the invitation. Jesus is saying, yes, you can do that. But if you do that, you will not enjoy his banquet. I don't know about you, but if the state president invites you for a banquet, you don't want to miss that. Let me bring it home. When mom and dad invite you for a banquet, you don't want to miss that. We just came out of Christmas and that woman know how to cook. So if you are invited, don't give excuses. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, 2024, no excuses. We want to enjoy the banquet of Jesus. All right, now let's go to the three people in Scripture who sought diligently the Lord and what happened as a result. Come with me to Luke chapter 10. I'll read the verse 41 to the verse 42 in the TPT where we come to the woman known as Mary who was the sister to Lazarus. The word of God says, The Lord answered her, Martha, my beloved Martha, why are you so upset and troubled, pulled away by all these many distractions? Everybody say many distractions. Pastor Denny preached about this, so I'm, I just, I'm just going to dive on that. I'm not going to go into it because really God used him to do an amazing work. So you know what happened. Then the verse 42, Mary has discovered the one most important thing, the one most important, one thing most important by choosing to sit at my feet. So according to Jesus, what is more important? Wearing the latest label, driving the latest car, doing so well so that everybody knows you are the most successful in town, or giving him attention. Which one is more important? According to Jesus, not the world. According to Jesus, what did Jesus say? The one most important thing that Mary found was to do what? Sit like you are doing at his feet and feast on his word. In 2024, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit 
be your portion. May you be hungry for him. I know some people are thirsty and hungry for other things. Some people are craving other things. May your hunger and thirst be for him and the word. In other words, may we be addicted to the word of God and the presence of God. I feel it when I haven't prayed enough. I feel it when I haven't spent enough time in the word. I feel it when I'm distanced. Let that hunger be your portion in 2024. In Jesus' name. Next person we find is Brother Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, however you call it. Please forgive me if you, especially Pastor Denny and Pastor Karen, they are English professors. <laughs> Zacchaeus, did I say it right? <laughs> okay, Luke 19, 1 to 10 in the TPT. The word of God says, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus had to pass through Jericho. There lived a very wealthy man named Zacchaeus, who supervised all the tax collectors. He was very eager to see Jesus. Everybody say he was eager. Would you call that a craving? You know, some people crave chocolate. Some people crave, you know, filling the blank. This man was craving and eager to see who? The, the most popular celebrity in town. The Bible says he was eager to see Jesus and kept trying to get a look at him through the massive crowd. Why was this man in this position? Since Zacchaeus was a short man and couldn't see over the head of the people, he ran on ahead of everyone. Everybody say in 2024, by God's grace, God is giving me speed to go ahead. I'm progressively progressing in 2024 in Jesus' name. I will advance in Jesus' name. So what did he do? He climbed up a blossoming fig tree to get a glimpse of Jesus as he passed by. When Jesus got to that place, he looked up into the tree and said, Zacchaeus, hurry on down, for I must stay at your house today. Why do you think this happened? Hebrews 11, 6 gives us the answer. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever comes to him must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder, a rewarder. May your thirst for him, may your your, your, your effort, action in him be rewarded in Jesus' name. He got Jesus' attention because everything he did up till now, he didn't know, but it was by faith. Faith without work is dead. So he acted on his faith and he got Jesus' attention. He was rewarded. So Zacchaeus, let's carry on. So he is carried down, that means hurried quickly down the tree and found himself, look at this, I love this. This man who didn't have a relationship with Jesus, because of this act, is founding himself face to face with Jesus. I don't know about you, but I've worshipped and served God for a while now. I haven't yet met him in person face to face yet. That's not my drive. I worship him by faith. I know he's always there, always with me. But this, we're talking about a tangible physical encounter in the midst of a crowd, a massive crowd. 
Who told you where you sit? Who, you see, the, the lies of the devil is, and we see this happening. People come on Bible college, graduate fourth year or third year, and you know what the devil tells them? The church is too big. Nobody knows you. Yes, you believe you are called to preach, but who said you will stand on this pulpit? Who said not? Are you with me? It's a lie from the enemy. And you see people going out there on their own to do their own thing. Because the devil managed to deceive them to think the church is too big. Apostle Allen and Pastor Janine has got their favorites. Hey, if they could locate my name and my same name, they can locate, God can locate you too. It's not the work of men. It's the work of the Holy Spirit. And if you will seek him above all else, he knows your name. He knows your surname. He knows your address. He called you. So Zacchaeus could have used his height as an excuse not to pursue Jesus. But he didn't. And therefore, he's standing face to face with Jesus. As Jesus left to go with Zacchaeus, many in the crowd complain. People will always talk. Look at this. Of all the people to have dinner with, <laughs> they, they say he's disqualified. That's what they are saying. Zacchaeus was amazed. Of all the people to have dinner with, he's going to eat in the house of a crook. Zacchaeus was amazed over this, over his grace, gracious visit to his home and joyously welcomed Jesus. Zacchaeus stood in front of the Lord and said, half of all that I own, I will give to the poor. And the Lord, and Lord, if I have cheated anyone, I promise to pay them back four times as much as I stole. Look at this. Jesus hasn't done any altar call, but this man is repenting just like that. The presence of Jesus doesn't tolerate sin. So, instead of trying to stop sinning, get to know him well. Because his presence, his presence will flash out. So Jesus said to him, your repentance showed that today life has come to you and your household and that you are a true son of Abraham. Then, the verse 10, the son of man, listen to this. This is the purpose of Jesus and it will always be. The Son of Man has come to seek out and to give life to who? Those who are lost. So tonight, I don't know where you are, what you are busy with, how far you are from him. If you will draw near to him, the word of God says, he will draw near to you. So Mark chapter 10 verse 46 to 52 brings us to a man known as Bartimaeus. The verse 40 says, when Jesus and his disciples had passed through Jericho, let me drink water, thank you. Let's give our hands to uh, our mighty man, the senior armor bearer. He serves with passion. I was busy preparing, praying, the next thing, I thought it was an angel, meet me in my room, <laughs> in my office. Say, Pastor Sam, no, 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 I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> I love that. I love your heart for God and for our men of God and our women. You see, people like this, Pastor Denny, Pastor Olga, all the funny cars, the V's, you know, and all the other senior members in the house 
coming all this way, still serving, and the heart still, it's, it can only be God. Amen? Beautiful. I don't know why somebody will go to another house. I don't know. Because I don't want to go anywhere. I stay here. Even if dad and mom decides for the same leave, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> and they won't say that. My wife, my wife told me this. Let me throw this in. He told me, hey, listen, if you decide to go out there and do your own thing, you are on your own. Imagine that. Oh, I love my wife. Give her a hand. She... Because it's proving that most people who get offended and leave a church, most of them is the wife. So if my wife says that, it means I'm planted. Because she, would, she said, I will not follow you. And I don't want to go alone without my wife. Maybe somebody needed to hear that. You, if your wife says you stay, you stay. Because they are very close to the Holy Ghost. <laughs> He's your helper. <laughs> All right, let's carry on. Are you glad you came to church tonight? Is everybody enjoying it like I am? I'm just having fun. I enjoyed the word of God. When he heard that Jesus from Nazareth was passing by, he began to shout. Everybody say he began to shout. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now in my affliction, heal me. Those in the crowd were indignant and scolded him for making so much of a disturbance. But he kept shouting with all his might. Son of David, have mercy on me now and heal me. Jesus stopped. Everybody say, Jesus stopped. Can you see, family, in all the stories, Jesus does give us attention. When we decide to seek him, he will give you his personal one-on-one -on -one attention. And then he says, call him here. So they went. Everybody say, they. Mm, they. Who they? The day who were saying he must stop shouting. That same day, were asked to say, come here. In 2024, anyone with evil expectation of you, may they be thoroughly disappointed in Jesus' name. May the same mouth that ridicule and mock and tease you, may that same mouth witness what the Lord does in your life and testify that I didn't believe God could do that, but watching you and seeing what God has done, it can only be God. So they called him and he said, they said, have courage, get up. Jesus is calling for you. So he threw off his beggar's cloth, jumped up and made his way to Jesus. Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The man replied, my master, please let me see again. Jesus responded, your faith heals you. Go in peace with your sight restored. And listen to the last verse. All at once, the man's eyes opened and he could see again. And he began at once to do what? Follow Jesus, walking down the road with him. This is what the Lord laid on my heart. This man, as much as he needed his sight restored, did you see that when he got what he wanted, he didn't walk away? So many people come to church desperate.
for healing for a, a spouse, for a business, for employment, for whatever, name it, fill in the blank. And when God comes through for them, three months down the line, you look for them and they are nowhere. This man received his sight and he decided, the one who restored my sight is worth my worship. <laughs>